I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Hearing coming next week, we're told. The Prince George's juvenile curfew might end after this weekend. I'm Christy King. U.S. still creating massive numbers of jobs. Down day, though, still on Wall Street at the closing bell Friday. Wrapping your business week, the Dow was down 630. Good morning, 1 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Aaron Rubin in New York. President Biden says he is taking Vladimir Putin seriously when the Russian leader talks about using nuclear weapons. CBS's Natalie Brand has the latest from the White House. It's estimated Russia has one to 2,000 short-range nuclear weapons at storage sites around the country, including one close to the border. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky told the BBC he believes Russian officials are preparing their society for nuclear war. They don't know if they will use all they will not use. I think that is dangerous even to speak about it. During his comments at the fundraiser, President Biden also questioned if Putin can find an off-ramp as Ukrainian forces continue reclaiming territory. Donations pour in to help those who lost everything from Hurricane Ian in Florida. People have apparently been opening up their wallets in a big way to help Hurricane Ian's victims here in Florida through a disaster fund set up last week. The state's first lady, Casey DeSantis. Since this launched, I think at the beginning, just right after the storm, we were right on it as quick as possible. We have raised nearly $40 million. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. There is more fallout over the police response to the Uvalde school massacre. The Uvalde school district announcing they've now suspended their entire police department. This comes one day after they fired Officer Crimson Elizondo, who they had just hired. Elizondo is one of at least five officers from the Texas Department of Public Safety under investigation for their failed response to the mass shooting. Two other school district officers were put on administrative leave. In a statement, Anne-Marie Espinoza of the district says they decided to suspend all activities of the Uvalde school district police for a period of time. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. Abortions can take place again in Arizona, at least for now. That's after an appeals court on Friday blocked enforcement of a pre-statehood law that bans the procedure. More from KPHO's Emma Lockhart. The court ruling in favor of Planned Parenthood Arizona asking that law to be put on hold. The law banned almost all abortions in Arizona except when the mother's life was at risk. The ruling does not impact a new state law banning most abortions after 15 weeks. That law was signed by the governor earlier this year and went into effect this month. Fake German heiress Anna Sorkin has been released from prison. The 31-year-old social grifter inspired the Netflix series Inventing Anna. After 17 months in detention, she will remain in New York City as her deportation case winds through immigration court. This is CBS News. For nine years, a man terrorized women across the D.C. region, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series, available now on all podcast platforms. WTOP at 103. 
Saturday morning, we've made it to the weekend, everybody. Welcome in. October 8th, 2022. Partial clearing, breezy overnight early morning. 40s and 50s for the low by daybreak Saturday. We're down to 59 in our nation's capital now. I'm Dean Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning Saturday ride. Topping the stories we're following for you locally as we head into this 1 a.m. hour together. With campaign 2022 on WTOP and the latest for you locally, Maryland's highest court just this week agreeing with a previous ruling on mail-in ballots saying election workers can count those ballots early. This is considered a blow this morning to one of the campaigns for governor. The ruling by the Maryland Court of Appeals is a loss for Dan Cox, the Republican candidate for governor. Cox and his legal team argued it's unconstitutional to allow elections boards to start counting mail-in ballots early. Current state law says those ballots cannot be processed and counted until after Election Day. Cox's attorney said it might be a good idea in practice, but there's no emergency requiring intervention by the courts. Elections officials projected high numbers of mail-in ballots and said without the change, certifying election results could be delayed for weeks, as happened in the primary. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 104 on your Saturday morning. Now here at TOP, a follow-up to a major story this week. 27-year-old Ricardo Singleton of Arlington locally is accused this morning of shooting at officers during a police chase through two counties this week. A long list of charges, including attempted malicious wounding of officers, Authorities had their first run-in with Singleton, apparently in Arlington, Thursday morning this week. He then was seen on North Courthouse Road, where officers say they noticed he was pointing a gun toward the ceiling of his car. He was then involved in a hit-and-run, with police looking for him throughout much of the day Thursday. It all ended at about 8.40 Thursday evening, when Singleton allegedly hit a bunch of vehicles before crashing his car on Arlington Boulevard near Graham Road. Police say he then got out and fired shots at Fairfax County, Arlington County, and Virginia State Police. He was later caught hiding behind a restaurant. WTOP at 105. New this morning on WTOP, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser now responding this weekend to questions about her deputy mayor for public safety. Deputy Mayor Chris Geldart was charged this week with assault and battery after an argument in an Arlington parking lot that turned physical. Mayor Bowser telling the media this week she holds her cabinet to a high standard of behavior but would not comment on the incident specifically. We expect everybody to enjoy due process, right? Uh, and to have the full set of facts reviewed. Uh, we also expect that the worst thing that we do uh, doesn't uh, determine all of the best things that we did and render them useless. But having said that, I have a responsibility to people who vote for me, who expect me to act in a certain way and the people who work for us to act in a certain way. Geldart is now facing additional questions this morning after police reports showed the deputy mayor's home address is in Falls Church, Virginia. NBC4 reports this morning Geldart does live in Falls Church, but also apparently rents an apartment in southeast D.C. where he is now registered to vote and pays income taxes. WTOP at 107, traffic and weather on the way. If your hair is thinning, there is only one company with the experience to grow your hair back. PAI Medical Virginia at 703-763-0118. Why? Their hair transplant technology is trademarked. Nobody else has it. 
PAI Medical Group has been specializing in hair transplants for over 25 years. Today, you'll receive $1,000 off their trademarked procedure, multi-unit hair grafting, or the Artist Robotic FUE. PAI Medical Virginia is so confident of the results you will have, they are giving you this offer when you call today. PAI Medical Virginia is only one of two clinics in the entire U.S. to have this technology. Go to PAIMedicalVirginia.com or call them right now at 703-763-0118 for a free evaluation. That's 703-763-0118 and grow your hair back. From Washington to Kiev, updates on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, 24-7-365, 103.5-FM at WTOP.com. The very latest coming up this morning, our Saturday morning, October 8th for you here on WTOP, right after traffic and weather. Time now, 108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning to Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We start again in Maryland, southbound Baltimore, Washington Parkway after Route 32 heading toward 198. Lanes may be at a stop. Would not surprise me. However, absent anybody at the front of the line giving us any information, not hearing anything from Park Police, and the one camera view that we have, frankly, looks like we're looking through an ice cube. So we do not have any clear vision on this, but we do see the indications of slowing and probably stoppage southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway after 32. If you are southbound on the parkway, you may jump off at 32. That may be your last chance to bail. Head over to 95, which is drama-free between the, the two beltways. On 50 between the Bay Bridge and the Beltway, we are fine. 270, no reported delays. However, on the ramp from eastbound Montrose Road onto southbound 270 with caution, may have a disabled truck on the ramp. On the Virginia side, on the interloop of the Beltway, the crash activity was near 123, exit 46. May have just gotten all clear on that one. Uh, it was over on the left side. And nope, still there. And so we're blocking the left side. But that's as you're getting into a work zone from 123 heading toward the Dulles Toll Road. And that should be single right to get through. On 395, the northbound work near Edsel Road has a right lane getting by. Stoppage is very likely here as well. 66 over the top of the Beltway. A single line getting by there from Falls Church toward Vienna and Oakton. And then as you make your way westward, before and after the Fairfax County Parkway, westbound 66 gets down to a single right lane on the eastbound side after 29 Centerville, one left getting by the work zone. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We've got a cold couple of days making their way in after a high of 81 on our Friday. I'm going for a high of only 62 on Saturday. That after a very chilly start, too. Most areas in the low to mid-40s. Uh, as you make your way through the afternoon, though, on Saturday, lots of sunshine. Going to be a nice day. As I mentioned, I'm going 62 in the city. Saturday night, going to be a chilly night. Temperatures in the mid to upper 30s for Sunday morning. So starting off really cold. High temperatures getting back into the mid-60s for the most part. Monday, high temperatures also in the mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now. Uh, we are looking at 55 degrees in Manassas, 54 Germantown, 60 in Annapolis this morning, 59 Waldorf, 59 in Holding, and our nation's capital, 1 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, October 8th. The weekend, everybody, it's here. Welcome in. Glad you're spending your time with us at WTOP. This check brought to you by Long Fence, a 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Welcome in 111 on WTOP. 
I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is booked solid today and tomorrow and next week. Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through Veraheal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. Veraheal.com? V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library of medical marijuana facts and scientific research to browse. And you can pre-qualify for a card online in minutes. Great, but I still have questions. You can easily talk to a doctor right there online. Everything is private and secure. For reliable cannabis information and to pre-qualify online, join Verahill's millions of satisfied clients at V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Get started today with easy financing. Pay only if you qualify. Veraheel.com. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 112. Good morning. Glad you're with us. President Joe Biden is declaring that the risk of nuclear Armageddon is at the highest level since the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis, making that claim this week as Russian officials speak of using tactical nuclear weapons after suffering massive setbacks recently in the eight-month invasion of Ukraine. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green on what the Pentagon is saying about Russia's recent threats. Their posture has not changed, but they're watching Russia very carefully. The problem is the unpredictability of the Putin regime right now. We don't know from day to day what they're going to say, what they're going to do, because the desperation is real. General Pat Ryder is a Pentagon spokesman, and he told me that this saber-rattling, they are watching it, but it has not changed their posture, their military posture. And that's going to be based on what they're seeing on the ground. So they haven't seen anything suggesting that this threat has risen beyond just this saber-rattling. Let's say Russia does use nuclear weapons. What will the U.S. response be? Do we know? No. We don't, and they would not tell us, and they won't tell us. They've indicated they would respond, but we simply do not know what they would do. The whole idea of what type of nuclear strike it would be is the real question, and we simply don't know. Would it be a type of strike most likely? A strategic strike is not likely at all because Vladimir Putin loves life too much, and if he did that, it would be over. So we really don't know what the U.S. response would be, but we do know they would. JJ, this is coming as we're hearing more about dissent within Putin's inner circle about how the war is being conducted. And of course, we've seen Russian men fleeing the country to avoid going to war. How much of this is affecting the execution of the war for Russia? It's absolutely critical because they don't have the leadership in the military to do this, to pull this off, because in part, a lot of the leadership don't want this war. They haven't wanted it from the beginning. And then you have the people that these leaders are supposed to be leading who don't trust them. You have everyday pieces of evidence where troops are left out in the field with no weapons. In some cases, they don't even have food. The new recruits are being sent out. They're being told they're going to have to pay for their own provisions, their own clothes, their own medical kits. This mm. is not the kind of thing you want to do to your military and that's really what the problem is here so russia really can't continue this and it's going to come to a head soon and the kremlin leadership is feeling the pinch i can assure you i promise you they're feeling that pinch for the latest of the war between russia and ukraine wtlp's own national security correspondent jj green talking there with mark and Gigi. you are listening to 103.5 fm and wtlp.com I'm Dr. Stork. Why give your family just ordinary eggs when they can enjoy the best? 
Eggland's Best. The only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition compared to ordinary eggs. With six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 38% more lutein. Because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Stick around. Coming up this Saturday morning, 1 a.m. hour after traffic and weather this morning, we will check out stuff for you to watch this weekend. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 115, Saturday morning, sports time indeed. And Mr. Frank Henry. Busy day, baseball playoffs on Friday, highlighted by the Mets losing game one. Max Scherzer, the former national, got shelled as he gave up seven earned runs as the Mets fall in game one to the Padres. Josh Bell, a former national with a two-run shot, off of Max Scherzer, Game 2 is on Saturday. Also, Game 1's in this wild card in the NL. It was the Phillies battling from two zip down, scoring six runs in the ninth to beat St. Louis 6-3. AL Cleveland over Tampa Bay 2-1. to one. First time in 21 years, Seattle wins a playoff game. Mariners over the Blue Jays in Toronto 4-zip. Commanders make it official. They won't have wide receiver Jahan Dotson. Rookie is uh, out of the uh, Titans game. Bad hamstring. Also questionable is tight end Logan Thomas. Commanders 1-3. Desperate for a win. Host a 2-2 two two Tennessee team that, if you recall, was the number one seed last year in the AFC before they were knocked out early in the playoffs. NFL Players Association has agreed to changes to the concussion protocol and is urging the NFL to do the same before Sunday's games. Now, the NFL responding, saying changes are likely, but did not commit to a timeline. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Frankie. As always, it is 117, Saturday morning, October 8th, early in the morning on WTOP. One of the top stories we're following for you this morning hour on TOP Saturday morning, the Georgia prosecutor investigating whether or not then-President Donald Trump and others illegally tried to interfere in the 2020 election filing paperwork this week to force testimony from apparently a new batch of Trump allies, including, we hear, former House Speaker Newt Gingrich and former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. President Joe Biden says the risk of nuclear Armageddon is at its highest level, he thinks, since the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis, coming as Russian leaders speak of using tactical nuclear weapons this week after suffering massive setbacks recently in Ukraine. And the September jobs report shows that hiring slowed nationwide compared with August, but U.S. employers still added 263,000 jobs in the last cycle. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Saturday morning, October 8th. Welcome to the weekend. 118 in the morning on WTOP. Ian Crawford's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Finally got an update on our crash in Maryland on the BW Parkway southbound. The crash after 32, a left lane at last report getting by the crash and the ongoing response as you make your way through Laurel. After that, you are good. Northbounders not affected. 95 drama-free between the two beltways. New uh, report of a crash is going to be, I believe, in Frederick County on Route 27 near Kemptown Road, or just north of Route 80. Uh, got a crash in a damaged utility pole. Unclear whether they have blocked any or all lanes because of that. Follow police direction on Route 27, Ridge Road, 
both directions north of Kemptown Road, Route 80. On the ramp from Montrose Road eastbound on to southbound 270, the disabled truck now over on the shoulder in the local lanes of 270 and no longer a factor. On the Virginia side, the crash activity interloop near Chain Ridge Road, Route 123 was over on the left side. It's at the beginning of a work zone that will take you from exit 46, Route 123, all the way up to the Dallas Toll Road single right to get by the work. Outer loop ramp to go west on 66, not tonight. That ramp is blocked on 66 over the top of the beltway. Your work is going to be single, a single lane getting by as you make your way from Falls Church toward Vienna and Oakton. Beyond that, westbound 66, before and after the Fairfax County Parkway, a single right lane gets by the work. Eastbound 66, after 29 Centerville, it's a left lane to get by the work. In the district, on DC 295, southbound, the work was before Burroughs Avenue, a single lane was getting by. Rock Creek Parkway, southbound work. Between Beach Drive and P Street Northwest, and that was blocking a right lane. In southeast, we have a new crash, Naylor Road at Alabama Avenue. Lanes blocked with one overturned and the, uh, fire department activity. Minnesota Avenue, both directions blocked between Randall, Randall Circle and G Street Southeast. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. 14-4 tracking your weekend and also tracking the cold air that goes along with it. Temperatures continuing to fall overnight right on through the morning hours. Seeing temperatures into the mid to upper 40s as you step out the front door early on our Saturday afternoon temperatures upper 50s to low 60s so well below average Sunday high temperatures into the uh, mid 60s and then on Monday we'll get into the mid to upper 60s I'm Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron right now uh, around the region we are looking at temps in the 40s and 50s for the most part some 60s still lingering this morning it's 56 in Silver Spring 53 Germantown it's 53 degrees as well in Frederick Maryland 52 Hagerstown we're at 59 and holding in our nation's capital. This check, 1 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, October 8th. Brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. Stuff to watch this weekend coming next. You listen to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather in your car. But what about when you're not behind the wheel? Download the WTOP News app to listen wherever you are. Eating breakfast, out for a run, or at work. Plus, sign up for news alerts, create a personalized news feed, and register for rewards. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment with the WTOP app. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCU. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back, even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh no, I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS. For an extra $10 on the free Upside app, remember use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back, get cash back with the free app from Upside. This is WTOP News. WTOP News time, 122. Welcome in Saturday morning, October 8th. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. There's no business 
New at the movies this weekend, David O. Russell's Amsterdam hits the big screen with a big cast of names everyone has actually heard of. Got a dead white man in a box. Not even a casket. Doesn't even have a top on it. In a pine box of old wood. Who do you think's going to get in trouble here? It seems though the title doesn't really hit at the premise of this big screen flick, which may have some relevance to the news today otherwise. But does that mean you should actually go see it? This morning, Washington Post film critic Ann Hornaday gives us her take on what she thinks you ought to do. I have really, truly mixed feelings about this movie because I'm always somebody who champions filmmakers for broke. It's always nice to see directors take risks and try something new. So I hate to kind of punish people for that, but... In this case, David O. Russell, who is the writer and director, I feel like he doesn't quite make it all work. Like you said, amazing cast. The lead is Christian Bale, John David Washington, Margot Robbie, Robbie Mollick, Anya Taylor-Joy, Andrea Riseborough, Zoe Saldana, Chris Rock, we just heard. It goes on and on. It's just an amazing ensemble that he's assembled. And he's based it on a really interesting, which I never knew about, true life story about an attempted coup against FDR in the 1930s. And he's used that real life chapter as a jumping off point to create this really fanciful, almost dreamlike story. I like the dreamlike aspects of it. I like the nods to surrealism and the way that he does kind of create echoes with today in terms of the temptation to go toward authoritarianism. But at the end of the day, I just think it's so scattered. It's so scattershot. It's almost so inside baseball. It's, it feels like this is very much a work of his own head, and I'm not sure that it ends up really connecting with the audience. So what should we go see instead then? Oh, my. Oh, John, that's the $64,000 question. <laughs> um, Woman King is still out there, and that's a wonderful action movie for action people. I will tell you, even film critics go to the movies for fun. There are things out there to see, and there's definitely a lot coming because we're heading into awards season. Check it out, stuff for you to watch this weekend. That's Washington Post film critic Ann Hornaday on Skype on WTOP, talking with Sean and John. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The time now is 125. Money News, we bring you each half hour at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Checking in now this early morning with Jeff Claybaugh to wrap your business week. Wall Street tumbled Friday on a strong jobs report. That indicates more aggressive rate hikes in the Fed. The Dow lost 630 points. That was 2%. Average wages in September were up 5% from a year ago. The unemployment rate fell to 3.5%. DraftKings was among the few stocks gaining on reports of a big marketing deal with ESPN. Goodwill is making a big push into online sales, but Goodwill Finds will sell luxury secondhand goods like Gucci and Prada. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Maryland Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association at this station. Michael Phoenix, come in the air tonight. You're with 
WTOP and Dean Lane. And 126. This morning, merging your faith. Downsizing an archdiocese. I'm Fred Bottomer with Report on Religion. The St. Louis Archdiocese is in the midst of plotting its course for the next 50 years. It is one Archbishop Mitchell Rosansky says will no doubt result in merged parishes and fewer schools. With the first two Catholic high school closures just announced, both in the city of St. Louis.